And one way to work on the energetic is to listen to your body. So if, when you think about 2020 and say you want to call in a new job, and so think about that new job, you're going to have a physical reaction to that. And usually it's going to be anxiety or fear or stress. And where in your body is that coming from? And that will usually show um, where there may be a block energetically. Happy Tuesday and welcome back to Poolside Podcast. This is episode number 92 and the clip you just heard was from our guest of the show, Garrett McCoy. Garrett is a healer and energy medicine practitioner and the founder of Align Market. In this episode, Garrett shares his journey on how he became a shaman and a healer and what that means because I didn't, didn't exactly know what his title meant that he does um, and how he turned it into a successful business. He gives amazing practices and tools for letting go of the past year and looking ahead into 2020, how to set goals and intentions, and why he prefers to focus on how he feels rather than strict goals. I actually really, really connected with how he worded, how he sets up his months and years and days and everything like that, that it's much more laid back than some of the other like personal development, self-help, business coaches, blah, blah, all those people um, of the world. And I really like that it focuses on how you feel and having that internal awareness as opposed to setting goals based on society's standards um, just because it gives it a different perspective. And I really like that um, Danielle also talked about that in the first episode of the manifestation series which was episode 90 if you want to listen to it um she talks about knowing thinking about how you feel and really channeling that into how you make the decisions in your life and where you want to go and Garrett really explains it well and it just I really connected with it as he was explaining it um he also talks about the energy of 2020 and how someone at home can begin to shift their energy and mindset and why it's so important to build a community around you. This was an awesome episode. Um, I really enjoyed talking to Garrett. Like I said, he had a very interesting perspective on how to live your life and how to achieve your goals in sort of an, it's not really untraditional, but in a different type of way that is a little bit more laid back and really channeling how you're feeling as opposed to keeping up with the hustle and grind that is this world we're living in especially with social media and so this is a great episode to add to our manifestation series of january i hope you enjoy it um make sure you follow him on instagram um, i know he does cool workshops and healing sessions and all of that so make sure you check him out um, so let's just get into it. Here is Garrett. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm sitting here with Garrett in his amazingly mid-century modern living room. I'm very jealous. <laughs> Thanks for joining me. You're very welcome. Um, do you want to introduce yourself and give us two fun facts about you? 
Yeah, so my name is Garrett Boyd. Um, I am a healer, a coach, speaker, I got lots of titles yeah, here in Calgary, and then I'm slowly kind of branching out to other places in town too. But two things, two fun things about me. A, oh, okay, one that gets a lot of people, um, especially from Calgary, like, what? Is I am born and raised, and I have never left Calgary. And we're quite the anomaly here, I feel like. I'm the same. Yeah. And it didn't actually, I didn't realize that that was a crazy thing until you start meeting people and they're like, what? I was like, but everyone I know is from Calgary. I'm like, you know, right? it's very strange. I know, like, wait, so you've been here and you haven't gone to Vancouver for like half a year? Totally. Regretted it and moved back? <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, and then another thing about me, um, oh, I guess what I do is, uh, you know, a lot of people, when they ask me at like parties or events, you know, oh, so what do you do? And I just say, oh, I'm a healer, you know, spiritual coach and advisor. And I think there wouldn't be usually not expecting that. Right. So I guess that would be a really That's simple or very unique thing about me. Yeah, totally. And then do you get the question? They're like, can you read me? Oh, can you heal me? Time. Like, is like, that your What's like, wrong with me? Yeah, totally. And I'm like, okay, well, A, I'm not a psychic. And I have to <laughs> tell my clients that all the time because they'll come and they'll just sit down across from me on the couch and then they just give me that look like, okay, I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> Like read me to filth. Like I'm like, oh no, sorry, I need you to tell me what's right. <laughs> you know, it's, but yeah, it's fun. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, so you touched on what you do and all the titles that you have. Do you want to dig a little bit deeper into what it is that you do? Totally, yeah. Lately? Because I think some people are like you know have some sort of awareness of you know maybe spiritual sides. Like they have an aunt who does Reiki or a friend that will do oracle cards or you know some people will have you know crystals in their bag or in their place somewhere but what i do is um it's very earth-based healing so the term that is used a lot is shamanism and shamanism is a anthropological word to describe a person in a, in a group or society or community that is in tune with the spirits with nature and they use this skill set to help illness, you know, uh, mental affliction, physical, spiritual, whatever it may be. So what that means for me is I use earth-based tra um, spiritual traditions, specifically from Peru. So my training is in very traditional Peruvian healing where they take care of people. And when most people hear Peru, they automatically think like ayahuasca in the, the, the Amazon, you know, throwing up and then, you know, tripping out hours and um which is a very powerful process but that's not what i do <laughs> right <laughs> so always to clarify um uh mine is a lot of, it's like it's like a, it's like spiritual psychology almost but i i kind of hesitate to use that word because i'm not a psychologist right but there are a lot of spiritual teachings and practices that have been passed down to me that um are rooted in psychology my uh one of my mentors dr alberto Rialdo, is a medical so his teachings are very much from a psychology lens, mixed with very ancient practices using stones and plants and um, rattles and like that. I don't know if that made sense. No, yeah, that's, <laughs> it's cool. Um, and is that like, are you born with like? Have you always had like you could feel like you felt different, or was it something that you like met somebody and you're like, oh, that sounds kind of like what I want to do. 
Yeah. Walk me through that process. I'll give you the little like journey that I <laughs> went do, on. Please do. Yeah. Because okay, so it's, it's quite interesting. So some people in like more traditional societies are usually born into it. They've got you know a grandmother that's a healer, a mother that's a healer, um, and in South America and other places, that's a very tra- you know traditional way of going about it. In Peru, um, what usually happens is someone's either struck by lightning which is a very common occurrence up in the high Andes. They are so high up on the mountains that lightning regularly will just find the closest, you know, conductor, which is you walking along a high mountain road and boom, you're chosen as being, you know, they see it as you being like chosen by spirit. And if you survive, then it's a sign to the, you know, the community, that's what you're meant to be. For me, I was, uh, how do I, I was a very esoteric child. <laughs> I was a very odd child. I would see things. I would know things. I would see spirits in my room all the time. I would talk about people that weren't there. I talk about dead relatives to my parents. You're like, oh god. They're like, oh, what, we, what, what is going on? Um, but thankfully, my parents just, you know, never um, told me no. They just allowed me. You know, when I was 13, they gave me this teen witch kit. So I started off in the more Wicca streams in my teenage years, around 10, learned about what Wicca was. I would take the number two bus down Calgary up Center Street to this witchcraft store called The Witchery that had snakes in the, in the cabinet and the cats walking around. And they, it was like, when you think about like a witchcraft store, it was, and I would hang out there <laughs> and I would learn, try and learn about everything. I wanted knowledge about other realms and other ways of living practices of power and things like that and then when I was 14 I met a shaman through my grandmother that my grandmother was working with um, and he took me on a hike in the desert of Phoenix and was telling me about plants and spirits and what that plant does and what that animal can help with and how he worked with people and I was just like okay this is it like I, I stopped searching so I spent the day with him and he was telling me about all of his tools and how he helps people and his training and I was like, okay, so this is what I want to do. This is I'm very interested in this and I came back to Calgary after my vacation and I went around to all the people in Calgary. I could Google healers and shamans and, and I was like, can anyone teach me? And I was not like, no, you're too young. You know, you're only, I was 13 still at the time. And so I started reading books. And then I one day emailed my grandma's sh- shaman and I was like, do you know anybody in Canada at least I could talk to? I, would, oh, I need to know more. And he says, actually, I trained with a couple that lives about three hours south from you in Christmas Pass. Here's their phone number. So one day, like, I'm, I to, it took me like a couple days to like work up the courage to make this type of phone call. And I was like, okay, here we go. I dialed them up and I was like, hi, my name is Garrett. You know, I met this fellow that you know and I'm just needing more I want to know more and they said okay I'll see you next weekend and so they asked if I could come down so I had to I got my parents to drive me down to Crozes Pass for a weekend and I spent the weekend with them learning and training and just kind of like seeing how it would go and um actually my grandmother came on that first time too with me so um and ever since then I, I was 14 when I went down and I worked with them nonstop, very regularly until I was about 24, um, doing very traditional initiations and trainings and practices 
in this stream of healing from Peru. And I've been to, I had the privilege of going to Peru before to, to also work down there. Um, I am going to be going back. It's been calling again, so I'll be yeah. going back. But yeah, that's kind of my journey. So it's been, it's always been in my life. Right. And it wasn't until I was 14 that I got, I found my teachers. And then when I was 24, I kind of was finishing up school and I was like, okay, time to go, you know, go do a big boy job. And then I worked in that for a little while until I was 27, 26 actually. So two, two years ago almost. And I quit my job and I was like, what am I doing? Like, I don't need to be here. Right. I need to do this. And so I kept getting the two by fours. I call them across the face. You know? <laughs> and then uh, this is where I am now. Wow. That's my, that's my journey. No, that's super cool. It's also amazing that your parents helped you with mm-hmm. it. Cause I feel like even now, even though people are way more open now that parents are still like, no, I think you should just do what you're supposed to do all the way. So it's, that's awesome that your parents were supportive as well. Uh, oh, totally. And it also helped that my, so my grandma also started training in her own practice at the same time that I did. Right. So it was like, wasn't that she, like my parents were kind of like, okay, like if grandma's doing this. Right. It must be legit. It must be like <laughs> legit. And so my grandma trained in Phoenix with her own t- uh, teachers. So now she lives in, she lives in Canmore and she's like, booked and busy healer grandma and Kim. Wow. That's amazing. (laughs) And how, so you quit your job and you're like, I'm going to do this full time. So what does that mean? Like, were you, how do you get, I'm sure there's a better term than clients, but like, you know, how, how do you, do you have clients on the side and you kind of just like all of a sudden you're full time or like, what does that look like? So yeah, that's very interesting because they're very much like, this is where we kind of, we can start talking about business and spirituality, which right. most business people are like, you get that away. And most totally. spiritual people are like, you get that away. Right. And I have to be like, no, this, this, this needs to be my full time. And I, I look out into the world and there are people I follow on Instagram and people I know that do this full time. It's, it's a real thing. Right. And, you know, I need to, you know, it can be done. And so I, did what I usually do, and I just, I quit it, and I just jumped two feet in without even having a real plan, and I was like, okay, we'll make it work. Right. And I had, you know, I did, I took a couple, like, marketing courses that were geared towards more spiritual avenues, so this course I did, it's called Marketing for Hippies. Nice. And it really helped kind of shift my mentality around business. Right. I had this mentality that, I, you know, people will just come and find me, and then one of my marketing mentors said, you know, if you're not doing any, everything in your power to get in front of the people that are desperately looking for you, you're doing them such a great disservice. And that flicked the switch. And I was like, okay, marketing, social media, you know, getting out there, networking, connecting. Right. And, but the only, you know, and Instagram has been a huge platform for me. For some people it's Facebook, but for me it's been Instagram because I am a very brand conscious person. I've always been very into branding, design, marketing, aesthetics. Right. And so coming up with a brand for myself it was really key. And you know, it's funny because it's like, yeah, you can you know there's spiritual ways and building brands and more not even spiritual but aligned ways, more consciously aligned ways. Right. Interesting. I feel yeah. like that's a whole like workshop in itself. Totally is, and it is a niche that people are starting to build, especially if you are wanting to build a conscious brand. Even if your product or your your business isn't necessarily spiritual, 
but I think a lot more us as consumers are you know, wanting to find that more conscious aligned approach to business where you're not just a sale, but you are a connection, right? Right, totally. Because now there's so many businesses to choose from that it's like, well, why wouldn't I pick one that feels more real and connected and authentic? Totally. And you've done a great job on Instagram. Oh, it's a beautiful you. page. <laughs> thank you. I love it. And like with like with clients, though, it's like any business. It was just word of mouth. I started with, with, with one and then slowly started building this little community that I supported and then they support me and it's this symbiotic relationship. It's right. Well, that's awesome. Well, I'm sure just like any business that there's people that are better at it than others. And so, because like for me, who have never been to a healer, I wouldn't even know where to start looking. You know, like you just like Google it and then you're like, how am I going to know? what I'm even walking into. So I'm right. sure word of mouth is huge. And Instagram, because even reading your captions, you can like gain a sense of like who you are and what your values are. And if totally. that's already aligned before even you meet each other. Totally. And my, the big thing for me is I want to make sure you, we're going to be aligned, even if we only work once together. So I usually, if someone wants to come for a session, I'll I either kind of send them a couple questions before they come. I just want to make sure that we're going to both work with each other because I don't want you to come in with maybe expectations that aren't met or, you know, vice versa. Like, you know, I want this to be so perfectly aligned and, and you know, um, beneficial for us, uh, you know. Um, so cause sometimes I'll, be, I'll turn people down because I feel like I'm not the one for you. You know, I feel like it's not going to work out and right. save your money. And, and usually I throughout my years, I've kind of built this network. So if I know somebody who might be more in alignment with you, then I'll kind of send you up that, that, that way. <clears throat> Excuse me. But, but yeah, you know, not everyone also fits. Not everyone works. Right. Just like any right. relationship or partnership. <laughs> that it is, it's important yeah. to, if you want to set yourself up at least to like start off with the success, is to become aligned with just like you as people. Totally. Um, and so... Walk us through kind of what a process looks like. So somebody like DMs you and they're like, this seems cool. Like what kind of, what, you don't have to say like what questions you ask them, but like, do so you decide you're aligned and then kind of what? Yeah. Um, I, we want to know if you've worked on this before, if you've, if you've been aware of this issue before and if what you've done to kind of explore it, you don't have to go, you know, super in depth, but I kind of want to see if the intent is there to actually shift issue because right. sometimes people want the fixer right and you know we look in that not just with healing but in a lot of different things like can you do it for me please right <laughs> and i could but that's that's not really empowering right i'm not setting you up to empower yourself so i want to look for people and i never it, it's only happened twice actually now that i think about it that i've had to turn somebody away because my i feel like my energy just attracts the people that Gonna want to do the work. As I tell my clients, I'm like your tour guide. Tell me where you, you want to go. We'll draw the map out. I'll even take you halfway through the map, but then I need to hand the map over to you, and you need to take yourself the rest of the way. Otherwise, it's not gonna stick. And you'll just keep coming back, right. sitting <laughs> in my chair, and I don't I don't want that. So so yeah, um, I want to know if you're actively wanting to make a shift because. Making a shift, whether it's on a physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, energetic level, takes work and commitment. You know, it takes 21 days of repetition to create 
a new habit. So you gotta be willing to put in the work and come and see me. <laughs> totally. <laughs> and like you said, just like anything, if you want a new diet or if you want to work out, like anything, you have to your trainer isn't just gonna be like, I'll do the bicep curls. Right. Your biceps will show up. It's gonna be great. <laughs> right? I know, yeah. Yeah. Um and so we're at the beginning of the year, because this will come out in January. Okay. So People have thought about 2019, everything that they've done, probably postponed social media because I'm sure there's some sort of like video that's going around. So they've like looked past everything they did. And so now we're going into the new year. Everyone's writing their like resolutions and stuff. So how would you suggest, because I know obviously energy is huge for everyone, whether or not they're aware of it or not. So how would you suggest someone become aware of the energy in 2019 and then change it? Or evolve it for 2020. Totally. If that makes if that question makes sense. Yeah, totally. Um, so what I usually do is I will take like a piece of paper and I'll write down every month of the previous year. And I'll sit and think about okay, it, and sometimes it's hard because you're like, oh my god, what happened in January of 2019? That feels like it was forever ago, right? But you know, you don't have to speed through this, but think about how you were if you could sum up each month by a feeling how you maybe, or even if you want to break it up into, you know, love, career, abundance, family, friends, and how you felt about each of those in every month of the year, and you'll start to see patterns of, you know, when abundance is high, then we feel great about everything else, it's usually for most of us, right, and you'll see these, you know, ups and downs patterns, you'll notice, you know, I broke up with this, this friend this month, and then everything else seemed to go down with it, and and we built ourselves back up. And so that's a really great way because I'm always focused on how are you feeling, especially when it comes to manifesting and thinking about moving forward. How do you want to feel in these different areas of life rather than what do you want it to look like? Right. Um, and um, just to like give your listeners some you know kind of forecasts, I really feel like the energy of 2020 is going to be expansion. 2019 for the majority of us has been a lot of cleaning house, especially these last two months of just like purging these old beliefs about ourselves. You know, we're finally feeling like, okay, I, you know, worth, I am like, I am worthy of whatever I need to do. And, and we feel like we, um, we feel like we haven't really been given a choice to work with that or not. It's just being thrown in our face and constantly in our face. And so 2020, I feel like at least for me personally, will be expansion. And so think about your life and the areas where you need to expand your, your understanding of self or expand your beliefs and your outlook. So um, one way, you know, is when looking at manifesting is looking at your self-worth. Where can you start expanding your ideas about what you're worth and who you are, right? Um, or looking at, you know, how can you expand your ideas about what success are or what, you know, being empowered or healthy are um, and I always tell people and this is where it kind of gets a little woo-woo but um, and I love woo-woo um, <laughs> the woo um, is you know you, we can have an idea about what we'd like to see happen in our life but if you can be so laser focused on how you want to feel in life the universe and your higher self will just co-conspire with you and just make it show up in a way that maybe is even how you may have even thought you would show up so let go of your attachment to the outcome focus on how you want to feel in uh, 
20 and then do at least maybe one thing a week that's going to make you feel like that feeling <clears throat> and then it begins to snowball and pretty soon you're not even having to make a conscious decision every day how am I going to make myself feel this way it will just start happening and then life begins to just flow and becomes synchronistic right I love that actually and I've never really thought about it because I feel like people don't ever say it that way because they're like make the list of things you're going to do and the, like what you're going to get kind of thing and it's very logistical but mm-hmm. you could start a business or sell a business or become super fit or whatever your goal is but you probably won't be happy you might not be happy or you might not feel fulfilled or whatever the other things are so that's a very interesting way to right. and, I, and I, I did not I have to say I did not create that that mindset I did um, learn it from Daniel Laporte who's an amazing coach um, uh, but yeah, how do you, I, it's my like guiding mantra. How do I want to feel in business? Okay. What am I going to do maybe once a week to make myself feel that? Right. And it's actually how I grew my business in the, the last year. I said, okay, I want, I need to bring more clients in. Okay. So why do I want to bring more clients in? Because it'll make me feel like I'm doing something, you know, empowered. And then I thought, okay, so how am I going to make myself feel empowered and like maybe connected? And then I realized, okay, I need to meet one person a week that is in the community. And so every week for five months, I would meet somebody new. And I built this little community. And then all of a sudden, it all came flowing in. All these opportunities came flowing in. So focusing on how we want to feel. Is that something you write down? Like, have you, did you write this down? Or is it more just like you made the decision that this is how you want to feel? So it's kind of just in the back of your um, for me, I don't write things down. I, I have this problem with collecting notebooks and then just like oh. never using I, them. You're like, well, what am I going to write special in this special notebook? Right. Like, nothing. Nothing. Just keep it. And I just keep it. Or like I'll a page. And so, but for some people, that's what they, they need. Okay. For me, I just kind of think about it and then I just make sure I kind of bring it up once a week. Right. Um, even if, or sometimes, um, I'll change like my phone background to something that will help keep me in that mindset. And so every time I look at my phone, it, I'm kind of thinking about it. And I'm like, okay, wait, uh, what is something I can do right now that is going to... Right. Rather than always reacting out of scarcity or fear, you know, you get those like late night entrepreneur like scaries. And then you're like, I'm not doing anything right. I need to... Yes, Yeah. I understand. And then like, okay, I actually have to put the phone away because then you start like frantically going through Instagram and like interacting and totally. I need to be seen. Yes. <laughs> yes. I think everyone listening has probably experienced that within the last like three days. Yeah. You know? right. Yeah. Like, yeah. The late, the late night entrepreneur series. Yeah. Like, oh God, I'm going to be fired in the morning. I'm going to have to get a real job. Like, what am I doing? <laughs> yes. And would you say I do like um, going back to what you said about reviewing your year in feelings, would you suggest doing that just once a month? Like if you started now in January and like at the end of the month, because then by the end of the year, you don't have to like remember. That, that's, I, <laughs> you that's know? A, yeah, that, that's a very good practice. Yeah. Right. Do that. Right. Rather, just take, rather than be like, what happened in January? Totally. Well, that, I mean, like we have documentation of what we've done, but at least then you can be more in the moment rather than being like, oh, look at all these fun photos. I must have been happy. Right. You know? Totally. But yeah. And especially if someone has like a consistent journaling practice, that that's right. great then. Yeah, I don't. That's bad for that. Right. But, but yeah. <laughs> right. But I guess me neither. So all of us who don't have a good journey practice, 
once a month. Mm-hmm. We can sit down, write how you feel. And I do like how you split it into different categories. Right. Because they Passes do become very separate. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so you mentioned that expansion is 2020. Mm-hmm. I like that. Um, if someone wants to make a shift in their life now, um, because you're an energy healer, would you say energy is like the best way to do that? And how should someone make a shift? So whether that's a business or relationships or life or just in general, um, if they're sitting there right now, they're just like, Oh, 2020 is going to be great. But like, I don't really know how I'm going to do it, but I know I need to have a shift. Mm-hmm. What would you, what would you say to them? So it is a lot easier to make a change in your life on the energetic because it is the, the more subtle it's not you know physical like this table um, i like to say think of it like when you're working with energy you are you are working to stop a flood upstream where it's just a crack in the dam rather than downstream where you're having to fix all the damage from that flood and a lot of us spend our lives trying to fix the damage left over um, our society is very adept and we're very skilled at the physical fixes, you know, whether it be engineering, mechanics, medicine, you know, you have a broken arm, you go get it physically fixed. Don't come to me with a broken arm. Right. Um, I don't want to do that or the snake bite, right? right? And come to me after you get the snake bite treated and then we can look at well, what was going on energetically that caused you to bring in that, that snake bite. So I always say it's a lot easier to work on the energetic. And one way to work on the energetic is to listen to your body. So when you think about 2020 and say you want to call in a new job. And so think about that new job. You're going to have a physical reaction to that. And usually it's going to be anxiety or fear or stress. And where in your body is that coming from? And that will usually show um, where there may be a block energetically. Our bodies are very adept at interpreting energetic stimuli and turning it into physical manifestations. So to give you an example, someone will, someone will come to me and they're telling me about all the problems that they're facing and what they're we're trying to work through. And, and they're saying, no, I just don't know what's going on. And their hands are like literally like pointing right to their throat. Right. And, you know, and so I'm always like, well, like, what are you afraid to express? Or do you not, why, why don't you trust yourself in? moving forward with this and so a listening to your body and then figuring out okay is it in your belly is it in your chest is it in your throat where is it where is that that guttural reaction and usually it's because you feel maybe you're not worth it or you can't be trusted with it some limiting belief and then i always burn i burn things i'm a big fire person my (laughs) tradition is always fire so if you want to clear something in your life take a toothpick Drop into the feeling, the emotion, the intensity of whatever it is you're wanting to clear in your life and blow it into that toothpick with all your intent and all your might and then burn it. Even if it's just a simple tea light, burn it. And what you're doing is you're physically clearing energy from you, but you're also showing your your, your brain to stop favoring those neural pathways and start favoring more aligned, healthy ones. And so if you do that, you know, over a week, you'll start to notice your life begin to shift and um, take you in a new direction. Same thing if you want to manifest something, bring it in, you know, focus on how you want to feel, feel it in your body, 
you can you know imagine it, blow it into that toothpick and then release it. Release all attachment to it. You know, if you want to bring in a new job, a new love, a new relationship, whatever, feel it, honor it, accept it, then release all attachment. Stop trying to micromanage your life to bring it in. And allow it just to happen. And it's going to be rough because it's going to, it's going to happen in ways that make you very uncomfortable because that's the only way you'll truly believe that it's yours if, if you work through that uncomfortability. So one way working with energy, burning, burning, burning. I always tell my clients to, to burn and to listen to their bodies because their bodies are trying to tell them where that, that block is. Right. No, I love that. And even spending the time then to like breathe and to, mm-hmm. to focus on that too because I feel like a lot of times I, I do it early and you're like tense and all of a sudden you're just like, whoa. Or like, <laughs> you're like, like okay. you forget that you're like shallow breathing. Like, totally. <laughs> yeah, for, and you're like, yeah, it, totally. And even getting out in nature, like we live in the most perfect spot um, for getting out into nature and even just being in nature for 20 minutes helps to really calm us down, realign us, you know. I do live downtown here and it can get pretty crazy so I have to always remind myself to get out get back into nature even if it's just fish creek park or something like that realign myself and then all of a sudden i'm like oh that wasn't a problem at all that wasn't a block at all oh never mind i don't even have to look at that but i thought i had to fix okay letting that go right it can be really powerful totally and it like clears your mind because i find i have a dog and so whenever i'm like all worked up or the same thing i'm like hey we're gonna go for a walk Mm -hmm. and like i'll just follow you like you do your walk and you get home and you're just like oh yeah okay it's <laughs> right? fine we're all gonna be okay <laughs> and we, that's the, the mantra we will all be okay and i think that also even in the industry we've become obsessed with fixing and clearing and then when we're we feel like we've cleared out our entire life and we've healed every single wound even the most minor inconvenience can come into our life and just blow up because we no longer have this reference. So any little minor thing that comes into our life just seems to be so big. And so I'm always very cautious about clearing, 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 healing, healing, healing. I'm like, let's just take a moment and relax. We came here to be human first, not just these spiritual gurus. Right. And life evolves and things will oh, happen. Totally. So you just have to, like you said, and like you mentioned, it's not like an overnight fix, that it's a long-term process so to keep working through what you have to work and as new people come to your life or new things come I'm sure it's a whole it's a lifestyle obviously which right. is like you said to give people the tools to be able to work through things and make the shifts and feel the energy as they live their life totally yeah if I could give you like in a session one little tool that you could apply moving forward for the rest of your life like that's amazing I've empowered you to use yourself and the tools you have to that's my biggest goal right that'd be amazing and if someone can't afford to come see you or see a different healer or what would you say are some like tangible things that they could do to start to build the habits of healing and shifting their energy um just kind of in a, a daily or weekly process yeah so the one thing i always do is in the shower you know we have this routine where we shower we physically ourselves but we have the an opportunity to use water to also cleanse us energetically emo- 
emotionally. And so when I'm showering, I will, you know, in, envision my chakras. Um, and you, you can always Google a chart to see, you know, where on the, the body they are. And then I imagine they're being washed with water. And you can use your fingers to clear them out and flick the sludge to the drain and, and allow that water to clear you. And even if you don't know what you're clearing, what is going on in there, you know, like why is it blocked, maybe just the act of clearing helps to really A, set the tone of your day and keep you clear and radiant so that when things do come at you in life, you can be more fully present to deal with it rather than maybe retreating back to the old, you know, the old way of reacting or, or, or not reacting, you know? So I'm, I'm a very, I, I love simple, real life, um, non-complicated strategies that, because the more complicated they are, the more you're like not going to follow through with it. So shower, the candle burning. So if there's anything going on in your life, any emotional, physical, you know, anything blowing up in your face, have a place to put that rather than, you know, internalizing it. So blowing it into a toothpick and burning it, blowing it into a rock and hurling it across the field, you know, blowing it into a piece of paper and burning it as well. So find ways to take what you're feeling, get it outside of you so that it's easier to you're not internalizing it. Then, I think that those are my two like favorite ways of just doing it on your own and, uh, and kind of taking it into your own hands. Um, and what does your, do you have like a daily routine that you do? Do you want to walk us through that? Because I feel, I mean, I know journaling is not a part of it, but right. I'm sure you have a way to set your day up and even how you end your day. Yeah, right? so... I'm not, I'm, it's funny, I'm really bad with routines sometimes, like, you know, sometimes I'm like, yeah, tonight I'm going to wash my face, and then I don't, you know, like, I, I, I don't beat myself up for not being very strict, but in the morning, I always, when I wake up, will do a gratitude practice, so I think of five things that I'm grateful for, and it helps get me into this receiving mindset for the day, um, and um, and I try and not look at my phone for at least half an hour, like, because the first things you see on there are going to really set the tone. So I just kind of avoid it for a, a, a bit. Um, and then at nighttime, like, I, I don't use a lot of, like, sage or palisanto or um, I just, yeah, those are all, I, I reserve those for, like, special occasions. Um, in, in the shower, I'll do the clearing with the water. Um, but yeah, I just kind of show, I wake up and I say, how am I going to sh show up today? Like, you don't need all of these routines and practices and ceremonies and rituals to kind of be aligned and be present and be authentic for you. They help you at first um, kind of get into that mindset. But um, I just show up, I guess. I, yeah. I, I mean, I wash my face and I'm like a big sleep. Person. <laughs> I've got like my crystal rollers and oils and serums and things like that. But, um, but yeah, like sometimes you know I don't eat healthy very often. <laughs> like I just I always tell them like someone referred to me as like the shaman on the, the dance floor because I'm very like usually out dancing. Um, and I just tell myself like before I'm a healer, before any of this, I'm just this human being. I'm a 28 year old 
gay man, like having this human experience, and that's what I'm gonna do first, and that's how I be authentic and not somebody I'm not, you know? So I'm just gonna show up. I love that. I think that's a good. Someone needs something to do in 2020. I feel like that is what their mantra needs to be. Because I feel like we we listen to all these podcasts, we read all these books, and we hear all these people talk, and so then you become stressed out by the things you're like, well, I have to do this, and I have to do this, and all of a sudden my routine is two hours long, and I'm stressed because I haven't done anything else and in my you, life. And then you beat yourself up when you don't do it, and this becomes a, this limiting belief about the self, and, you know, you know it's just, yeah, it becomes a very toxic cycle. So sometimes I'm like, you don't need to be raw vegan. You don't need to be doing all the powders and coffee elixirs. And, <laughs> you know, those are nice. Like that, that's what I do as well. I've been, um, I'm kind of on this like this mushroom coffee mm-hmm. elixir kick. Somatic stuff. Yeah, like the Harmonic Arts Five Mushroom Powder. Oh yeah. Um and um maca powder and coconut oil in my coffee, and it's mm-hmm. it's like cleared my brain and like I just have been so laser focused re- recently so if people want to try that I highly recommend it like I think the, the like healing mushrooms are like blowing up yes and I see why now like I see I've experienced the benefits but um other than that though just I just show up and I live life and that's what being this being is. I am this divine being in a meat sack having the human experience sometimes it's okay not to tap into that and just live live life there's nothing wrong with that there's nothing wrong if people don't want to heal there's nothing wrong if people you know want to stay where they are like it's all beautifully divinely perfect right i love that i think it's refreshing because i don't think a lot of people say that like i know that you're like no this is just how i am but i don't think lots of people are like no it's okay if you don't want to do all these things and like have the glass of wine <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be fine it will be fine <laughs> and you'll probably feel better yeah. because you're letting yourself just like indulge for a bit yeah like shame like self-shame and guilt they're just they don't have any place in this life we live with that enough and so uh, yeah don't don't feel that yeah. no i love that and so if someone i don't want to say symptoms because that's I'm very medical time. <laughs> <It's okay. laughs> but if someone has never been to a healer, what are some reasons why they might seek you out? Like, okay. is there any like feelings or just, like I said, symptoms is the word that comes to my head, but when would someone come see you? Yeah. Um, so, so people see me for all sorts of reasons and what they think they're seeing me for and what they're actually seeing me for could be two totally different things. And that's where I come in to take you from, this, these are the um, the symptoms of what an energetic block you're experiencing, but what it's at, but, you know, think of, think of the issues in your life as being the check engine light being turned on and, you know, we ignore it, we ignore it, we ignore it, and then we really got to go, right? But, um, so, you know, maybe it's a physical issue. You have chronic, you know, illness, hormone imbalance, sensitivities, um, you keep breaking your leg, you keep you know, popping your rotator cuff out, you know, um, even things, you know, um, you know, as, as intense as maybe like cancer or things like that. Um, and I am not a medical doctor. I do not diagnose and I won't work with you if you're not also seeking other therapies because we are holistic beings and I'm not just the only cure. So that is like a, that is also, it's, it's something that I tell my clients, but, um, 
The physical issues you're experiencing are usually a manifestation of mental beliefs about yourself in a very, you know, in a very literal way. Um, and those mental beliefs about yourself are manifestations of energetic imbalances that are informing you. And those energetic imbalances are manifestations of early life experiences and stuff that's handed down to us through family, um, stuff from past lives, um, things like things like that. And so when people come to see me, they they just kind of dump all of these symptoms, and that's what they are. They're they're just symptoms of all of this shit not not working in their life and. I don't even, I'm not even listening to that because the more they, they, they talk about that, I start to look for where is the real imbalance here, you know? Um, so I never really say these are the types of things that people come to see me for because right. um, usually it's, it's all different and it's all a different manifestation of something deeper going on. So, um, and that's why it's a lot easier to fix the energetic in, in, imbalance that's causing your chronic rather than physically trying to fix the rotator cuff, you know? Um, so yeah, there, there's no one, you know, list of symptoms right. um, that people come to see me for. It's just always, yeah, and that's what makes it cool. It's always like, I'm like a detective each session, <laughs> you know, figuring out, okay, so you've got all these symptoms and what's really going on. And I have a process, I call it the shamanic MRI, where I take out my... <laughs> rattle and I enter an altered state and then I'm able to gain access to all of the life events and everything going on and I'm able to start kind of putting dots together and say okay if I take that imprint out of your field then it's going to have this domino effect in your physical mental and emotional world and let's take that out and then we watch the effects so yeah wow. well I'm sure everybody could use some or just Probably. some like you know, like not whether or not you think you need it or not. I'm sure it just to clear energy or to just reset energy. Oh, totally. I'm sure would benefit everybody. Yeah, and like most people leave sessions feeling great. And right. That's that's enough for them. Or sometimes they feel and they're like, oh my god, my life is upside down. And I'm like, oh, sorry about that, <laughs> right. but it'll get better. <laughs> you can like call me next week. Yeah. <laughs> I'll go through the rest of it. Um, and I know you just launched. Tell me the right term for what you launched. Is it a market? Yep. It's called a line, right? A line. Yep. Okay, Jonah just share what that is. And it's funny, I feel like at the beginning of this episode, I said the word align so many times. And I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> We're back. We made a circle. We made a great circle. So, um, a line, the reason I created a line, which is a market for conscious creators, brands, practitioners, vendors, artists, whatever it may be, is because um, the reason I could do what I do now is because of community. And I wanted to be able to give that opportunity as well as their clients and their you know their patients or whatever it may be so I created a, a line um, just because I wanted to have a space to gather all my favorite types of conscious creators and brands um, and so it's the first uh, market is February 9th it's, it's a Sunday it's a full moon actually and uh, it's at venue 308 which is down in Victoria Park um, and and parking there's a like huge parking lot right across the street for people um it's kind of near cowboys casino and uh we we're gonna have 30 vendors um elixir bar uh hopefully some aura photography 
Oh, I want to get that done so bad. I was in Toronto one time and there was a pop up and I like just missed it. I was like, this is Rose so cool. Aura. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Um, and so yeah, it's gonna be a great day in the community. Um, and I'll do a giveaway at the end again. Um, and so if there's any vendors out there that want to be a part of it, there's still some room. Um, and what's cool is that we're gonna be doing a vendor social the night before. So the vendors can get together and meet each other because I think I've done lots of markets where you get to your spot and then it just gets awkward because you don't have the time to introduce yourself to the people around you and then and then everyone just packs up and leaves right. and there could be stuff you know cross promotion and you know um, collaboration with, with each other that um, I want the community to explore so um, that's and um, that's feedback I've been getting is that that's what's really needed is that opportunity. Well, and that's even what you said about how you build your business was reaching out to new people and getting to know them. And so this is the perfect opportunity totally. for people to do so, especially if they are given the space and time to actually do Right. It. And I had to, like, some people aren't comfortable. They don't, you know, they may be shy. Like, I'm not going to, I would, like, I would literally just randomly DM people on Instagram right. and be like, hey, and they're usually all women. So I have to be like, okay, just to preface this, I am not asking you out. Like, this is me, like, this is professional. Right. <laughs> about work like you know and um yeah it's yeah so but some people may not feel comfortable doing that so this is an opportunity where i can be like hey talk right (laughs) no that's awesome um a couple more questions Mm -hmm. is there a book or podcast or resource that you would recommend to people either your favorite or the most helpful yeah um a book that i really really love and it's kind of a great introduction to my work shamanic work is a book called shaman healer sage by alberto Rialdo, who's one of my teachers um it's a great introduction to energy chakras healing you know limiting beliefs the the psychology of energy um and then my favorite podcast at the moment would be um expanded by lisa phillips i think we can all use her work to expand our life and it ties perfectly so yeah I love it and where can people connect with you if they want to find you yeah so as we kind of talked about earlier Instagram is my most active so at Garrett McCoy two R's two T's um, and then also with Align um, their Instagram is Align Market YYC um, and then my website GarrettMcCoy.com and then I have a Facebook Garrett McCoy it's like a business page yeah, it's not, not as active but uh, yeah I have. <laughs> no, that's awesome. Thanks so much for coming on here. I feel like we could have talked for hours and hours. Right. I, know, so. I told you, I just, I can chat. I can talk. So, totally. So I, this is awesome. Um, I'll definitely have to have you back on. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Postside Podcast. I hope you enjoyed that conversation with Garrett. Like I said at the beginning, I really took away a lot from what he said and I hope you did too I hope you are now thinking about how you want to feel this month and this year and this decade and you go into your goals with a little more self-love self-care and a little more self-awareness and if you are not following me on Instagram the poolside 
Instagram is poolsidepodcast underscore and I am almost famous with two F's. If you could also go and leave a five-star rating and review on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you are listening to this podcast, that would be much appreciated. Thanks for listening again and I will see you in the next episode.